T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The top stories from the KCBS radio newsroom. This is the All Local. Good morning. I'm Stan Bunger. In for Susan Lee Taylor, I'm Holly Kwan. A man involved in a minor crash on 580 in Oakland early this morning was killed when he got out of his vehicle. KCBS reporter Tim Ryan explains the sequence of events that cost that driver his life. Tim? Holly, this is a lesson for all of us. This started as a westbound 580 crash near Lakeshore Drive. At about 4 a.m., a Mercedes-Benz crashed into the median in heavy rain. That vehicle was then struck by the driver of a pickup truck. The pickup driver exited his vehicle, which was then struck by a third vehicle, says CHP Sergeant Alex Edmonds. The impact of that crash spun the pickup into its driver, catapulting him over the K-rail and into oncoming traffic where he died. Your first uh, attempt should always be to move to the right-hand shoulder or to the center median if your vehicles are drivable, so always attempt to do that first. And uh, regardless of how much damage your car has, it will possibly still move. Uh, if you can't do that, you need to remain in the car with your seatbelts on, and that's the safest place for you to be. As soon as you get out and you're walking around in the lanes, that's when incidents like this happen. The fatality shut down I-580 in both directions for a time. There were additional crashes in the backup and apparently also a DUI arrest. It is truly a morning to use extra caution behind the wheel. Everywhere I've been this morning, I've seen crashes. Tim Ryan, KCBS. Thank you, Tim. A San Francisco supervisor introducing a measure that would require every supervisorial district in the city to have a homeless navigation center. Matt Haney's plan involves providing extensive services and creating a care plan for each client. Meantime, the seventh homeless navigation center in the city due to open by the end of the month along the Embarcadero. This has been a controversial one. KCBS's Margie Schaefer with more. This navigation center sits on a parking lot owned by the Port of San Francisco near Beale and the Embarcadero. This is a huge victory, a huge victory that should be celebrated because we're talking about the fact that there are going to be 200 people that we're going to be able to help exit homelessness. That is San Francisco Mayor London Breed, who has committed to opening 1,000 new shelter beds by the end of 2020. Jeff Kaczynski is the city's director of homelessness. Initially 130 people uh, indoors uh, right away within a f- you know 10 days after the facility opens and then we'll be ramping up to the full capacity of 200 over over the next six months. This is not a drop-in facility where people will stand in line to get in. People will be brought here by the homeless outreach team. San Francisco Deputy Police Chief Greg McEachran says staffing will be increased to address any safety concerns. We provided four additional police officers to the station here that polices the area. This is but one more step toward addressing homelessness. The single adult shelter waiting list in San Francisco is usually between 900 and 1,200 people on any given night. 
Margie Schaefer, KCBS. A whale ambulance, yeah, a whale ambulance is being credited with saving an entangled humpback whale in Monterey Bay. As KCBS's Matt Bigler reports, the rescue comes at the end of what has been a pretty bad year for whales. Matt? Good morning, Holly. Over a dozen dead whales have washed ashore in the Bay Area in 2019, many dying of starvation or ship strikes. But it was a different fate for a young humpback whale in Monterey last week, which had become badly entangled in fishing gear. We're able to assess the entanglement and the animal was cut free. So that was a great success story. Peggy Stapp, co-founder of the Whale Entanglement Team, says they use their so-called whale ambulance boat to slowly approach the animal, attach buoys to keep it afloat, and then carefully cut away the fishing line. It's a delicate procedure that Stapp says the general public should definitely not attempt, no matter how desperate a situation the whale may seem to be in. There is time to do it safely and not have someone from the general public injured because people have been killed worldwide that have tried to do this. What you can do is notify the Coast Guard, which will call out the whale ambulance. Matt Bigler, KCBS. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS radio.